Don't look back because the market's closed. Good Tuesday afternoon, everybody. Kip Harridge here. This is the Daily DRE Investing Podcast. We'll tell you in just a couple of minutes what happened in the markets today. And more importantly, we'll tell you what's going to happen going forward using the VRE Investing Systems, our guide. A lot of important things to cover today. We'll do it quickly. Uh, first uh, report on the markets. Dow Jones closed up a big 237 points, uh, closing at 27,024. Puts it about uh, about 300 points away from all-time highs. Same thing, S&P 500, about, again, about 1% from all-time highs, up 29 points. So that's 1%, closing at 29.95. And the NASDAQ, our leader of the day, what you want to see, up 1.2% or 100 points even at 8,148. And second place today, by the way, was uh, Russell 2000 small caps. Again, what we want to see here. We're very heavy in this group right now and added to positions today, up 1.2% today, uh, still 12% below its August of 2018 highs. Uh, If you saw the news today, folks, uh, earnings, right? We're into earnings season now. Uh, 2-0 on a highlight today because both, I believe, are important. Uh, J.P. Morgan, the behemoth, the biggest, right, Uh, reported great earnings today with interesting comments from Jamie Dimon, the CEO, that uh, they still will have a recession at some point. It's just not going to be anytime soon. JPM closed up 3% on the day. Uh, Dow Component, also Dow Component, United Health up a big 8% today on blowout numbers. And again, positive commentary. You know, we've heard the recession, recession, recession theme from so many. The media really wants us to believe that a recession is coming. Uh, as consumers, you know, we just got to turn that off. You know, we got to turn off the fake news because the economy is doing really well. Earnings season continues to kick off tomorrow with some of the regional banks. And, of course, we really get into it hot and heavy next week uh, with uh, Q3 well underway. So far, so good. Uh, we also learned, and this is a very, very bullish uh, event here, a couple things. Portfolio managers and global uh, fund managers are trapped. Uh, that's what we wrote to our clients today. We believe that's the case. We now, by the way, now have 9 out of 12 VRE investing system screens are bullish. Again, that's, a, that's a aggressive buy territory here. We believe our breakout range is going to be to the upside. We think it'll be explosive. And uh, one of the big reasons, again, is sentiment. Sentiment may be, I hate to say the most important thing when it comes to investing, but certainly when it comes to major Moves because when everybody gets, as my good friend uh, uh, Sir Larry said to, to me today, uh, Sir Larry Wildman, when everybody gets on the same side of the boat, the boat's going to tip over. Folks, everybody's on one side of the boat. They're bearish. Uh, the portfolio managers and uh, fund managers are underinvested. Uh, we see it in report after report. There's cash is their biggest position in some cases. Cash is their biggest position. That tells you that they're ultra bearish, ultra anxious, and nervous. And uh, the reasons that they have are probably contained in Trump derangement syndrome. He's going to be impeached. Uh, Brexit is going to, you know, now we're starting to get positive momentum here. Trump's not going to be impeached. And if it is, it'll be a show impeachment. Nothing will happen in the Senate. And uh, Republicans will steamroll next year. If I, you think I'm uh, using a little bit of uh, hyperbole here, do a little research into what happened with Bill Clinton's impeachment. Tell me how that turned out for him. Uh, Republicans got steamrolled in that next election. So we have serious big, big money, you know, so-called smart money uh, that is uh, underinvested. They are trapped. That's our view. And as this market continues to move higher, uh, breaking out of this really a two-year trading range, 
they'll be forced to jump in. That's when melt-up moves happen. That's when really, really big moves higher take place. And also, folks, we have sentiment remaining at either uh, 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 extreme fear or almost panic level in the uh, sentiment surveys with uh, regular investors just scared out of their minds and don't uh, don't want to come near stocks. Well, that's not when market declines take place. Why? Because they're already out of the market. Can't go much lower if you've already sold. How can you sell unless you're going to go short? And again, that's the other movement here. Those that have been big believers in recession, well, they're short, and now they're really getting squeezed. And so as they cover their shorts and as they go long, you see where I'm going with this, the melt-up ensues. The most seasonal time, seasonally bullish time to be in the markets right now, mid-October to really, honestly, through April, but certainly to year-end. And uh, again, we don't have a Federal Reserve that's now hiking rates as we did last year. Uh, the odds now of us having a minus 22% fourth quarter from high to low, as we had last year in the fourth quarter, again, uh, are beginning to leave people's minds. Uh, so again, this is, this is how sentiment begins to change. Uh, with with moves like we're seeing here. Um, okay, let's take a look at the internals today. Uh, again, very, very positive. Not quite as positive as they were about midday, but still very strong. Advanced decline, better than two to one positive. Up, down volume, two and a half to one positive. And we got the trifecta with 52-week highest lows also coming in positive. A little bit of a lag period there, but that's that's normal. That's what we see. The The really big uh, uh, moves and sentiment tend to actually tend to come toward the end of the, of the move. So it, this is common to see a, a lag process here and new 52-week highs and lows. But either way, still positive. Got the trifecta. All three of our internal uh, uh, watch internals that we watch here were all positive. Sector watch nine out of eleven sectors closed positive. The two that were uh, were, were were down were just minor. Uh, utilities and uh, consumer staples, minor losses, but the wins were in the groups you want to see again, led by healthcare and communication services, both both up 1.7%. Financials, again, on the back of JPM and other bank earnings up 1.3%. And it, uh, as most mar- market watchers now clearly know, uh, the, the techs lead the way and the semis lead tech. Saw it again today, new all-time highs today in both SMH, which is the Semiconductor ETF, and the SOX Index, uh, both up 2% today, all-time highs. They lead. Volume is coming into this group that it cannot be considered anything other than a very, very bullish sign. Oil today, a commodity watch. Oil was down 70 cents a barrel at 52.89. Gold was down $12, just over $12 an ounce at 14.85. Seeing this group now, the miners and precious metals uh, trading on the charts, looking to get extreme oversold in the next, say, two or three days, which would set up a, another great buying opportunity as this we've seen this great groundswell uh, in this group. Uh, again, I, I saw a couple of bears today on precious metals. I'm like, gold is $1,485 an ounce, and it's just sold off from 1550 Besides the price change, uh, what exactly has made you bearish? The story couldn't be better. And I remind you of this: the big it, it, rates were uh, up again today. The uh, the ten year today closed at one point seven seven percent. So what people have forgotten, I believe, in many cases, is that the biggest bull markets in precious metals and miners 
actually take place during a, a rising interest rate environment. So something to, to file away there. We remain very bullish on the group. Uh, silver was also down today, down 28 cents an ounce at 17.42. And finally, uh, Bitcoin is trading at 8,167. That's down 172. Folks, I hope you had a great day today. Have an even better night. And we'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.